so far that's the only person I like that you mentioned. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the greatest podcast on earth about nonsense. I am Chris Cash from Mount Philomena Works, joined joined, joined by my co-host, Roy, the psychopath Scott. This is the Axe and Iron Podcast. We are joined today by James Fleming from American Wastelander. James, did you listen to last week's episode? I did. If you could be any animal, what would it be? Oh my God, here we go again. (laughs) Dude, honestly, like when I was a kid, I was going for cheetah too, but that's not because I'm short and slow. I'm I'm actually pretty fast. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's why I went for that. What's the deal with the cheetahs? Dude, they're fast. Cheetahs are the only feline that have paws like a dog, and their spine is flexible, and that's what gives them the ability to run as fast as they do. Interesting. That's some that's some science shit right there. The more yeah, you know, they, do, 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 do. they don't have retractable uh, retractable claws like a cat. What? Really, always out, ready to yeah. fucking well, yeah, kill. He said, he said they're like a dog, so I guess they yeah. would be always out. Interesting, fucking James. Dog. You are a U.S. combat vet. I read that in your profile. I just want to start off by saying thank you for your service, my friend. I don't care how long you did, whatever. Thank you very much. You mentioned you went to Iraq. It's yeah. awesome. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. Again. Thank you. Never really what? know what to say to that. That's all right. It's all good. Yeah. What is uh what is Wastelander? American uh, here, here Wastelander. We, here because we when go. my mind when I hear American Wastelander, my head goes to Mad Max, the Wild West, some futuristic cyberpunk rockabilly <laughs> fucking weird yeah, thing. Yeah, so I mean that that plays into it and stuff like that. Like I've always kind of Okay. Been, so I'm not far uh, off. That's like the fantasy of post-apocalyptia uh okay. like some of my favorite games like video games or uh-huh. like in that world uh-huh. uh some of my favorite like movies and stuff like book of eli is a great movie and mm-hmm. it's a great mean, movie so, yeah cool. yeah so th- all of that kind of plays into it um and then like the american part like one we live in america where it has the most potential to be the greatest country in the world and you know, through politics, we kind of shit the bed on that part on both right. sides. Right. And and everybody allows that to happen. Yeah. For some reason. Okay. American wastelander. Is it wasteland or wastelander? See, wasteland. this is. I, so, I'm glad you brought that up because every time okay. I talk to this motherfucker, Ed, it's, <laughs> yeah. we have this conversation. I'm like, yeah. Dude, James, drop one, fucking roll the other. <laughs> so please yeah. explain. It's wastelander, right? Explain yourself. Yeah. So. I am American Wastelander. That's uh-huh. kind of like my Instagram persona. That and yeah. the, the name is the name's fucking badass. Like it's it's a cool sounding <laughs> okay. like Instagram. Yeah. So yeah. I've had it forever. I didn't want to get rid of it. So my forge name is Wasteland Forge. And more than likely what's gonna happen, uh, especially shit here and probably today I'm gonna change it to Wasteland Forge on Instagram. And then what happens when you change your name on Instagram? The previous name is put on hold for like 14 days. So okay. I'll, okay. in 14 days, I'll do like private account and take that name back because I don't want to lose that name. So yeah. uh, I, I do want to make everything a little easier for people because my website's Wasteland Forge. My YouTube is Wasteland Forge, uh, even TikTok that I don't use anymore. 
TikTok started straight up banning knife makers. Yeah. yeah. Austin yeah, Hensley, so. 637,000 followers gone. You couldn't, their thing was you couldn't hold it or something. Yeah. Matt was telling me you couldn't have it near your hand or they would just immediately flag it and ban it. Yeah, but chefs are literally cutting next to their fingers. Such a that is so thing. fucking stupid. You can like yeah. watch camel toes dancing all over the fucking screen, but you can't show a goddamn knife. It's because cool. China. Nice. China. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, so I, I I don't really use TikTok anymore for that reason, but right. so yeah, Wasteland Forge is what I'm using for everything else. So okay. I, I I need to change my Instagram name to Wasteland Forge. I just but, don't give up. Yo, but I you just let... noticed. I just noticed you got a red label being. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. I well, don't have one of those new ones. Hey, they no, only send it yeah. to like their. Send them my way to sponsor me. I've been trying to get on the sponsorship train oh, right with them for a while. Right on. So Shout you, you mentioned label. you were on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I I, I started my YouTube a couple years ago, and you know it's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I I was working a full time job when I started it and making knives on the side, and just did not have time for YouTube on top of that. And so I I restarted it and actually put out really good content in comparison to my old stuff. Like I actually took the time to edit film really well. Uh, I'm just using my phone right now, but it, the phone I have has one of the best cameras on the market. So uh, mm-hmm. it's actually really, really good like footage. Uh, and I got four or five videos put out. I have enough recorded for like four or five more. I just I'm trying to get the Christmas stuff done right now, and then I'll get back into throwing in more content on YouTube. All right, what kind of content are you doing? Like educational stuff, or just here's my knives. This is how I make them. A a con a combination. Thanks. I wanted. I thought I fucking muted. Thanks, thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. So I wanted to kind of do a mixture of both. Oh, okay. Because. I'm not going to get picked up by the algorithm if all I'm doing is teaching people how to make knives. Yeah. Oh, you know, every now and then I'll throw a video in where it's all flash, kind of like Alex Steele, you know, where I'm not really saying much. I'm just doing shit flashy for the camera. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. uh, for the tubes. Yeah. Yeah. So and then the last one I did was how to make an integral chef knives from start to finish. uh, Like first video forging at the power hammer and all of that stuff so those will be the longer series ones and then i'll probably i've got a uh, a veteran buddy of mine actually uh who's going to start editing my videos for me so i'm going to send him that stuff and i'll have him do basically two edits for the videos so all the content for the educational part gathered up Uh that all that content reduced down to like a single 10 minute video of all basically b-roll so is your channel monetized right now no i man my channel is only at like 300 uh subscriptions right now so it's you have it at wasteland forge okay that's just like what you were talking about you're going to switch everything over yeah gotcha so for the listeners i've said this many many times and what, the, the for the listeners part? Yeah, you have said that many, many times. I'm going to choke you out, bitch. <laughs> oh, um, all of this social media stuff is like a second freaking job. Um, I'm, I consider Instagram a second job. And just what you're talking about, 
doing all this stuff and doing two edits for YouTube clips, that seems like a fucking handful. I mean, just a pile of fucking work. Yeah, so that's um, – I'm just going to be doing the filming part, and then I'm going to send that out to my buddy. That's what he does for a living. He works for uh, fucking – is it Hasbro that has Barbie? He like sure, edit- I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, right. So you got you're the one with Barbie kids, James. <laughs> no shit. Wait, let me let me see. I mean, we we buy all like the. It's fine. We the, believe you. It, Hasbro. Yep, he works for Hasbro. So he does like the YouTube edits for Hasbro. Okay. So yeah, and he he's, he's gonna do all your shit. Yeah, and he he works with a company that contracts out for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like he he's not under any like clauses where he can't produce videos on the side or anything like that. He wants gotcha. to or stuff that, you know, like obviously nobody wants to fucking make kids videos for a living. I, you know, I would like, murder myself. Do you know who the number one YouTuber was last year? Flippy. Yeah, you know that. You you follow got, that shit, don't I you? Kids. I got kids. Yeah. My you, you know how much that. money that kid made? Yeah, we looked it up. It was he made in the millions, millions of dollars. Who millions. the fuck are y'all talking about? He he makes he's really good and he knows exactly how to monetize that niche market. But kids' videos on YouTube are the yeah. top grossing videos on YouTube. That's Who why the fuck, they what, what, what was his name? What was his name? What was his name? Blippi. B L I P P I. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Spells no, his, making, spells his name with billions. a fuck. Yeah, that's why I hate him. And he spells yeah. his last—he spells his name with an I at the end. What a dipshit. Um, so. Oh my god. I th- I think it's spelled with an I at the end, but yeah, yeah no, my yeah. son watches his stuff. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's the world we live in now. I I've come. Oh, I know what I was getting ready to fucking say because you guys were talking about fucking YouTube. I looked up fucking ShamWow guy because I mentioned him last week. Yeah. All right? Oh yeah. He's got a new product, still ShamWow, but it's I a ShamWow. Dead. No. So that that was what I was gonna bring it back to. So he's got a ShamWow mask now. Okay. okay? Oh, and he looks bad. He looks rough. Like he went through the meth train or something. And he's <laughs> he Dude. is. Isn't he English? He, he, no. Oh, he looks like he was the guy. if you. Go ahead. He like snorted a line of coke before everyone in this fucking video. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And if, if you had a picture of a douchebag, that's what this guy looks like, and that's what this guy <laughs> sounds like. And then you take that douchebag and you use it and crinkle yeah. it up and you throw it in the dumpster. That's what that dude looks like now. He looks rough. I mean, wow. Seriously, that's crazy. So James, you are a knife maker. I don't even think we've said that. <laughs> <laughs> you you are, do you make knives full time? Yeah, I do for a year and a half now. Okay, and you're not just making knives; you're making. Uh, I don't want to mess up the terminology. Are. are they are they war clubs? What are they What are they called? Yeah, they're gunstock war clubs. They're gunstock war clubs. early, okay. yeah, early colonial weapons used by Eastern Mountain natives and Plains natives. Yeah, uh, they were they're designed based off of muskets. Right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, a musket's a one-shot kind of deal, unless you've got, you know, a hundred kind of like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, you know, like, 
you shoot a musket once and if it's yeah. your close range it's now a club right so, you know that's what they designed them off of and then they started sticking blades on one end but the club portion is the headstock basically and they're i mean i bought my power hammer making those things sweet so like yeah they, they've been a really good like item to start making they're well, so bizarre they are bizarre yeah. um and whenever I, whenever I've seen them before I met James in person and I saw him in person, I'm like, that's kind of silly. It's like it yeah. seems so freaking out of place. But I don't know where you're getting your lumber, but some of that shit tits McGee beautiful. And the Curly craftsmanship maple. on. Yeah, I mean, they're just absolutely gorgeous. Um, and then that curly maple. I know Chris doesn't know and or care about this. No, no, but, no. Um, yeah like when I, I say you guys air quotes like you and taylor and and some other people that i'm not going to mention on here that's made war clubs you all have some sort of like crazy finishing technique to make that curly maple just pop like fucking crazy it looks like it's it's like a quilted maple or flame fucking figurine or something it's crazy beautiful some of them look like resin when they're done they do like yeah, they, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I so actually it's, thought that some of them were resin. <laughs> I use leather dye, and yeah. then I sand to 500, um, but I use an orbital, orbital sander to 320, and then I hand sand to 500. And then I have a boot buffer, one of the old uh, natural boot buffers, Yeah. and I use wax in the boot buffer. That's what gets it that really, really nice, deep um, shine, and that's, mm-hmm. it makes the range just pop. That's badass. A boot buffer. I'd have never thought about that. Yeah, I bet so you can I, just drag it right on through there, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's softer than any like buffing material you right you mm-hmm. have, and it just it just shines it up real nice. So they come up on marketplace every now and then, and they're always like really small Dremel, like one third horse, and they got this big like puffy cone on either end. I don't know what yours is, but I see those. I don't know. Every, every, what, what was this? What is, what is, what is you just froze. You just froze. Yeah. Your face was so bizarre looking. You froze and you went robot. I was robot. born like that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have screenshotted that moment. <laughs> it's all good. That's pretty interesting, though, boot so, buffer. So you make your living making knives, and these war clubs are just kind of like a side thing, right? You're not, like, doing those full time, are you? Or are you? Well, I mean, I it's, it's all a part of it. Like, you know, when I make a Bowie knife, you know, it... Bowie knives aren't going to sell as quick as chef knives. Uh, yeah. Chef knives are like the guaranteed kind of moneymaker uh, knives. And they're, I mean, if you make a nice chef knife, they're going to continue to sell. Uh, and it's because it's not a seasonal fucking knife. Yeah. That's the thing. A lot of knife makers, before they start going full time, don't realize like a lot of people want to just make hunting knives or EDC knives. And then. Mm-hmm. They're only capturing a market that's open for three months out of the year. I never, okay. thought about I never that. really thought about it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so you, let, you know, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go. So, you know, like, and that's, if you're thinking about doing this full time, you can't just, it, it has to be thought out. You know, I'd make chef knives part of necessity but also because it, it, it's also a knife and it's going to be used and i make knives to be used uh and and i i think that's the most important part and then, like i have knives that range from 
500 or 350 all the way up to like Mm $3,600. And I make every one of those to be used if that person wants to use them. I would never use a $3,600 knife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So talk to me about your frontier style because it's very unique. And that's what drew me in to you. I, I think I've been following you for a couple of years now. One of one of yeah. our mutual air quote friends um, turn turn me on, turn me on to you. Say it, fucking it, air quote. You said air like quote. A jack, it's like an eighth time you said fucking air quotes. <laughs> well, well, I gotta air let the quote. fucking listeners know what I'm talking about, bitches. Oh god. Yeah. He, he blocked yeah. me. I, that's why I'm saying friend. Yeah. In we, air oh, well, we have, say who it is because there's probably multiple people that have blocked you over the doesn't years. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that that's fair though. Yeah. So, so I made, your frontier style. Yeah, I made my first frontier knife for him on a trade, and it kind of oh, took now off. Now I gotta know who it is. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it doesn't you, matter. You know. You know. Uh, okay. Damn. So and he kind of put me on the map. I gained probably a thousand followers from when from that trade, um, and then you know. I, when something hits like that, you just keep doing it. And I've wanted sure. to do frontier knives for a while, but there's this thing where it, you're earlier on your market kind of dictates the things you make. Uh, mm-hmm. And as, as a maker, you need to start reaching to dictating your market because you'll get burnt out doing shit you don't like. Yeah. And like, it, like dragon and bottle openers. Yeah. <laughs> Tis the season. So, so I made that them. first one and, and I just started rolling with the orders on them. But so the, to kind of paint a picture of what the frontier knife is, it's like something you would see in the old West, but like on, you know, like the fantasy kind of guys, it's oh, a little no. more. <laughs> yeah. Than a typical front, a typical knife. Uh, I, I do rawhide sheaths with them and those are amazing because they actually harden like Kydex and they're super durable, but they're also very, uh, they've got fringe. And there's all the thrills. Uh, but basically it's a new knife that looks rustic, but not rustic in the sense that you took a hammer and beat the shit out of it. Yeah. Rustic in the sense that it's, it's, somebody probably had it for 150 years. It looks like whenever I whenever I saw your stuff, and this is interesting, kind of tying back to uh, what we were talking about on the last show. Um, that say air not, quotes one time, and I'm fucking closing this out. That <laughs> say air quotes one time in this description. <laughs> so James and I have met each other a few times, and yeah. I'm sorry, James. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> Can I tell my goddamn story here? Go ahead. So we've met in person and we've hung out at blade show and just seeing so we see everyone's work on instagram and it's you know home runs and everything like that but seeing someone's work in person is a whole different ball game so whenever i looked at your knives and your war club stuff it looked like someone had made a knife back in the i don't know early 1800s late 1700s that time period and put it in a time capsule and took really, really good care of it. And then here it is in 2021 and it looks like a pristine version of something that some, you know, fucking it looks Davy like Crockett, a Billy and knife. No, like, <laughs> like the, the true frontier style. 
I mean, it, it's got so much characters and, and the more you look, the more things become apparent and, it, and, and the details come out. And, and, and it's very, very impressive in the craftsmanship. It's top notch. I fucking love all of your stuff. I wish I could afford all of them. Um, <laughs> so I, I really what I'm trying to get at is I really like the style and I really like what you're doing. And, and for me. I don't really see a whole lot of other people doing what you're doing, which is really cool and is very difficult to do today with, you know, mass fucking audiences everywhere. Like, oh, look, what, look what fucking Wastelander. I'm going to do something like that, too. It's so funny, this story you just told, Roy, because James actually told me a very similar story, but mm-hmm. it was everything opposite of your work. He just oh, said, I yeah. can't believe <laughs> this is it, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Good Keep job. going. Keep These going. axes, they look just like they do on Instagram. Oh, coming cool. from the guy that axe handle. James, mm. I, I say this with the utmost respect. Oh, God. You are very David Litch style. You're very David David Litch. Is that his last name? Litch? Lish? Yeah, Litch. Litch, yeah, yeah. You're very Lish. David Litch style. David, David's the fucking man. Yeah, no, I'm definitely taking that as a compliment. And yeah. I have taken... I have taken stuff from him, like yeah. not, you know, like I haven't. Made I, I understand knife. completely. Listen, yeah. I wa- I don't even care about knives, and I watch everything that guy does because he is like a true. Well, he is a master smith for one. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's a master yeah. smith. Yeah. yeah, but he his technique with everything is so insane. He he does that like he does everything relatively simple, but his end results are phenomenal. Yeah, he takes a true artist blacksmith approach to knife making. Yeah. And it's it's really admirable because I mean manipulating this still the way he does to create knives the way he does is is not something anybody else is doing. Um his stuff, I mean like I said he's coming at it from an artist blacksmith, you know, like a sculptor blacksmith and yeah. I mean, his background is blacksmithing. I right. think he got into making later on and uh i mean he's he's got an artist background so yeah i really appreciate that i'm not near the artist he is but i definitely well i see his stuff and your stuff and i think it's like to me it's the same thing you guys are doing like relatively the same obviously he's significantly older than you i don't even know how old you are but you look fairly young and david looks a little bit older um, but he's been doing it an awful long time, but your style and your craftsmanship and your fit and finish and everything remind me very much of what he's doing as well. So good job to you, my yeah. friend. No, I appreciate that a ton. So the, the takeaway for me on this is that making something look simple, that's very difficult to do is like, that is the fucking like that's the top for me yeah whenever you yeah you whenever someone looks at it they're like oh cool oh but wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute and you're like there's layers built on it but it looks so simple and clean and perfect that's what i fucking love for sure yeah that's that's important especially in knife making you have all these people you know they're taking the grinder and putting texture on the blades or they're they're taking 20 different pieces for the handle and, and putting all that together and without thinking about it, like, right. I'm not talking about people like Jeff Fader, who's thinking very artistically about his handles and taking, you know, color, 
combinations and matching them up on the handle and making this real beautiful asymmetrical handle. I'm talking about these guys who are taking like mammoth teeth and like walrus ivory and purple G10 and all these other colors that don't mm -hmm. go together, all these things that don't go well together and then throwing them out there and then also having like a ladder pattern Damascus. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no one thing to catch your eye. Everything you know what I call that? You know what I... What's That's that? the uh, Eddie Van Halen syndrome, just fucking jerking off all over the place. <clears throat> and you don't know what to fucking, you don't know what to fucking look at or focus on. <laughs> Yeah. What I'm not sure. That's the most bizarre <laughs> reference I've ever heard. Okay. Why but would, why why would Eddie Van Halen be jerking off all over the place? What does tell, that have to do with anything? Tell me an tell me a Van Halen song where Eddie Van Halen is not shredding and just I like probably tell you the name of a Van Halen song. I, I'm just saying every time he picks up his guitar, it's an explosion of fucking rock and roll. And oh, you're just like, exactly. my mind okay. is blown. And That's just, your reference. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's over the top, right? Everything okay. yeah. that Eddie Van Halen does is over the top. And gotcha. what James is saying is th these guys are just adding this, 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 yeah. just to make it like crazy off the fucking charts. And right. then you're looking at something and you're like, oh my God, it's Eddie Van Halen. Ah, I don't know what to fucking look at. Okay. Yeah. That's, what, that's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. And that's. So juxtaposition is a, is a term that I, I – Whoa, don't use That's big way words. too many fucking no, syllables for come me, on. dude. That was entirely <laughs> so, too much. <laughs> so it's in reference to contrasting parts. Right. Um, if you're going to have a bit of flash, if you're going to have one thing that's amazing, say, say you make a mosaic Damascus, mm -hmm. uh, your handle, anything you do in your handle is going to take away from that pattern. So what you you want your handle to be subtle, so that people's focal point goes to that amazing pattern, and then as a whole piece, it looks good together. But if you throw all this crap together, and there's too many, it's like ADHD on a fucking right. blade. Right. It just doesn't yeah. make any sense to you visually. Um, James, you know who I work with, right? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Okay. And you've seen their <laughs> shit in person, right? <laughs> okay. Just as always right. All right, cool. It's a good thing they don't listen to I'm the like, show. Wait a second. You're describing people that I work with. <laughs> anyway, you want to keep so, it simple is what you're yeah, basically simple, saying. Yeah, yeah. Sim simplicity with a bit of flair. You you yeah. always want something to catch the eye. Because if everything looks the same, nobody's gonna look at it. But yeah. if everything looks too much, nobody's going to fucking look at it. Right. You, it has to be pleasing to the eye before people even pick it up. And that's that's what I try to do. Right. Do you think there's such a thing as being too boring? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, but none of it like, sounded so saying. insulting. Like, well, I mean, it, it, it's the knife world, right? It's the most saturated market on the fucking planet right now. So yeah, to say, like, you have to have something nice and subtle is like, uh, I don't know. It, it might be making this transition where shit needs to be over the top. I mean, look at Andreas Kalani. Look at those yeah. crazy, but, interesting, bizarre, nobody else is doing shit like that. His knife. You want to talk about too much going on? He puts ecosystems in his handles. <laughs> it is, yeah. like, over the top crazy. Yeah, he's. He, I mean, his shapes. His shapes are simple, and he does yeah. do the edging. 
on the blades. Yeah. Um, but I don't think any of the stuff he's doing is so over the top. Right. It's 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 borderline that though. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's a lot, right? I mean, like, yeah. You can spend like a, a good portion of your time looking at just the handle, not even noticing the blade. Like there's yeah. so much going on in his handles. They're That's absolute... what I'm hoping for on my stuff. I'll send I'll send you a, a, a screen. I know you don't follow this guy, Roy, <laughs> but you should see. I just recently started following him. I knew about Andres, but I never looked at his stuff in uh-huh. the handles that he's doing. Or yeah. like, yeah, they blow your yes, they yeah, blow your it's, mind. It's resin stuff, but he uses like nature, uh, and he he literally creates ecosystems inside with, of his like, handles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes me all... look like a dipshit. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. No, this is like... But Ooh, I put again, two colors like together. We were talking about David Lish. Uh, Andreas approaches it from an artistic standpoint. He's not necessarily making a knife. He's making, like, each one of those knives. And I, I want to say they're only probably 12 inches long, but they're like, each one is like a masterpiece. What do you think yeah. they uh, retail for? Oh, shit. I don't know. Do we, have, do we have, do we have a, any idea? I'd say ballpark. They gotta be around five k. So you're just oh, guessing. So you I, have nothing I, to base it on. Yeah, think, I think that's a. I think it's that's a little high. I, you think that's I high? Would say, yeah, I would say he's selling those knives twelve to fifteen hundred dollars. Um, and the no reason I say that way. is he's doing stock removal on the blades. Yeah. Uh, and then the etching and stuff like that, and the resin handles. It's really hard to sell, like. He he has a good following. He has a really good following. Yeah. So he may be two to three thousand dollar range max. Um, but I mean, I've seen. If that's the case, that. I will probably buy one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, well, maybe I'm not going to get into that. But oh we shit! Sell... <laughs> I know a couple guys that sell oh. auto steel blades for a thousand to two thousand dollars. So, um, yeah, I guess it's all in who you are and who's yeah. looking well, at your shit. That's what I was talking about when you when you dictate your market. Yeah. You know, like I'm my integral chef knives sell on average integral brute to forge chef knives they sell on average for twelve hundred dollars, and that's right. not that's that's not you know a pocket change, but it's also not a ton of fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of like in the middle. Yeah. Right. And that sweet spot, like we got, like we have to, uh, like to call it. So, yeah. hey, James. So you don't do stock removal, is that correct, or do you? No, do I you do. Forge, you do? I yeah, I do this as a living. You can't forge every knife out. It it just it's not it doesn't make any sense. So, um, it's interesting it, that you bring that up because I was just having that conversation with someone last night about yeah. exactly that. So go ahead. Sorry. So everything in your that opinion, sell, you can't do it every single knife. In your opinion, you can't do every single knife. Okay, so do you make knives for a living? <laughs> no, but the two guys <laughs> I work with do. <laughs> yeah, but so they also sell their knives at a much higher market price than I do. And Maybe they also, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, all of my economy series knives are stock removal. Ooh, I like um, that economy series. Yeah. So four hundred dollars chef knives. Okay. They're, they they are water jet cut. I put handles on them. I grind the bevels and I sharpen them. Um, my EDC stuff, it's all stock removal. Anything that's got Kydex is a stock removal knife. 
And I do that because one, I can sell a knife for $280 to $350, $400. And my time is valued much better than if I forge those and sell those knives. You know, I'm I'm not going to forge a knife for under $500. It just doesn't make any sense to me. That's, you got to, you got the hours of forging time in. You have to normalize the steel. You you have to properly heat treat, grind. The grinding is usually harder because it's not completely flat. Uh, it, it takes more skill. You the handles usually aren't completely flat, so you have to flatten them, figure that out. Uh, right. You know, so those are hidden thing, and that takes a lot more work. So the stock removal stuff. It's it's so I can also offer a knife at a reasonable price to people who can't afford right. a 500 to a thousand dollar knife. Yeah. It's an approachable piece where I can't afford the forged one, but I can get a stock removal, which is really good. And James put his hands on it, put his touch on it. And it came from his shop. I mean, it's the, I mean, it's the production version of what you're spending all of your time are in artistic vision, forging and finishing out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What exactly classifies as an EDC in the knife world? He he doesn't even know what EDC stands for. I do know what that means. (laughs) Shut up. But what's like the size of a knife? I so my version of an EDC is anything from like a seven inch full tang knife Uh and under. So like a seven inch knife, in my opinion, is a full size knife. You 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 pull out a knife that's seven inches from the tip to the to the butt. Yeah. Uh, that's a three and a half inch blade or three inches, depending on how it's made. Um, you know, it's going to fit comfortably in the hand. It's not small where, you, you know, your pinky hangs off. I think anything from that side. Have you seen under, Chris's hands? <laughs> <laughs> he needs literally everything <laughs> Matt hands me. This, like, is, this is EDC for Chris. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's the, holding up a big ass cleaver. Yeah, everything Matt gives me, he's like, you're such a bad reference with your gorilla Seriously. fucking hands. Because everything he hands me, my hand, my fingers are hanging off the end of it. Seriously, yeah. you anyway, need fucking restraining so, orders on those hands. I mean, there's so that fucking big. How long have you been doing this, James? I've been making knives for about five years. And how long have you been doing it full time? Year and a half. Okay. So, so what he's doing... Hmm? Walk Go me ahead. through... Um, uh, your ABS um, kind of stuff because it, um, you and I talked about and you went down to Jason Knight uh, before Blade Show. So wh- what's all this look like to you and why is it important to you in your knife career? ABS is like the only regulating body for bladesmiths. Mm-hmm. Or the only like, there's other regulating bodies. There's like the Texas uh, Knife Makers Association, Midwest Knife Makers and stuff. But the ABS is like the only regulating. Um, so, you know, they, they set the standard for master smith and journeyman. So mm-hmm. right now I am qualified to test for my journeyman. So you have to do a performance test. Um, you basically have to make a knife to destroy. Um, you cut, you make a knife within a certain parameter. You cut through a one inch hemp rope. You cut through two, two by fours. And it has to shave hair off your arm. Mm -hmm. After it does that, you take the edge off at the grinder and you bend the blade 90 degrees without cracking uh, or breaking. Um, 
and it can crack up to one third the width of the blade, depending on who your tester is. Jason Knight would have failed me if it cracked at all. And I agree with that because the knife is no longer usable if it cracks. I mean, you can bend the knife back and it, it came back to about 85%. So, mm -hmm. I mean, then going from a 90 back up to maybe a 10 degree bend really is, isn't anything. I mean, you, I mean, a 90, you know, that's, yeah. that's the yeah. same shape as angle iron, you know, like that's, yeah. that's a pretty. Put on. So while he's cranking on it, are you just sitting there sweating bullets going, Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh Motherfucker, shit. I'm cranking on it. Oh, you are. So it's yeah. barely moving then. Right. Oh man. You're just, you're, this is how fast you're moving. For those who can't see, it's like basically a half inch every minute. It's okay. very, very slow. Uh, but the key is to continue movement anytime you like stop or slow down it makes it harder to bend it um but i mean it passed so i just i have to make five knives for the panel at blade show uh and that's something that matt has talked about doing here in the future too yeah he's doing it this coming year yeah i will yeah. i will be doing it at the same time yeah uh, i think there's a huge list of you guys that are testing yeah, this year i think yeah. will stelter thought about doing it too yeah he's gonna so. do it as well Yep. Yeah, so so now I have to make five knives that not only beat the journeyman's journeyman Smith standard, but I have to yeah. make five knives that can compete with people like Will Stelter and Matt Stagner. So yeah. fuck you guys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Well, Matt. No, we can say that about Matt, not Will. <laughs> Will's great. Will's a great yeah, guy. Will Will's amazing. Yeah, he's yeah, a great kid. Uh, yeah, so in in I mean, that's the hard part. Like doing the. Is it really a that, competition like that, though? No, you just. Yes. I mean, there. I mean, all you of you get, guys could pass, right? Yeah, we can all pass. It's, yeah. That's not the thing, but you, when you go there, I mean, you, you want to stand out. Like yeah. that's, you're going there to stand out. You're yeah. making these knives to prove that you're a journeyman. Right. Um, and you want them to reflect your style as much as possible while also meeting the ABS standards. Um which is something I'm not really going to go into. I don't like the mm -hmm. ABS standards as a whole. They're very I think that's archaic. a, yeah. Yeah, they, they were written in the 70s, and they haven't changed since. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a lot that I feel should change, but I'm not the person to make that change. Uh, but it's important that I get in the ABS and I do all of this stuff because in the future, you know, I'll be up there with the guys who are running the ABS. Um, yeah. yeah, writing the and rules. Then, yeah, uh, and it, it, it's like I said, it's really the only standard for bladesmiths. So I think it, it's it's an important thing to have under my belt, having that journeyman, and then you can test for master smith two years after getting your journeyman. So that's my plan. My takeaway is it's a long fucking process and it's very difficult. So good luck uh, on that journey ha ha no pun intended <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm here all night bitches. what's your what's your main reasoning for wanting that so bad james if i may ask like what do you what do you um, i'm not uh not being it's an a, ass oh, by any means. yeah no so like some people think oh you can charge more for your knives because you have that stamp but yep. um like i've been saying this whole time you dictate your market not the other way around i I don't think necessary. I'm charging basically what most journeymen are charging already. 
thing. Gotcha. And my prices aren't going to go up per se. Uh, but I want to know without a doubt that my knives meet that standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How That's are knife sales right now? Fucking know- this month, they're good. Okay, I know it's. A, I'm, not, I'm just talking about it in general. I'm not talking about for for you specifically, but I guess that's the only gauge you have. But I'm I'm yeah. glad you're doing well, James. Good job. Good job. Good job. Well, especially around the holidays, I'm sure shit kicks up a little bit. But do you notice, uh, say midsummer, shit just dies, like nobody's buying shit. Um, I've like I said, I've been doing this full time for a year and a half. Uh-huh. Uh, I haven't really noticed much of a lull month to month or some months okay. are better than other months, but I've been right. pretty consistent, but that's not because of the market. That's because mm. me, of what I'm trying to do. I'm trying gotcha. not to stay stagnant. Yeah. If I have any slow time, I'm doing stuff like the war clubs or like, yeah. I'm going to start doing tomahawks. Um, and it's, it's a matter of like continuing to show people that I have more cards to play. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of us who make stuff for a living are selling to like the same ten people. You know, like <laughs> don't are fucking you really? let, don't let that. Well, I need out. I need those ten people. <laughs> <laughs> I got all my people seem to be overseas. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but but I think what you're what you're. I'm just well, kidding. Though. It's not a pain in the ass for all you people listening. <laughs> I'll ship to you every week. <laughs> you're an idiot. But what I, I think said, you're doing? Ship a bunch of shit to the United Kingdom today. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what you're doing well, James, is uh, I notice on your feed you're constantly you're constantly um, putting stuff out there for sale on your website. You're listing things on your Instagram. So there's this constant stream of activity. Um, so you're definitely putting yourself out there and letting people know that you are fucking ready to work like you're working you're in business and you're ready to fucking sell i mean you're you're it seems like to me just looking from the outside in like you're driving you're trying to drive people to your website to buy the knife and just get repeat customer and just build anticipation excitement along the way through your instagram so that people will go to your website and buy your stuff and it, it i mean is that your strategy is that what's going on here yeah, I mean, I want to stray away from custom orders uh, altogether. It, custom orders are a complete pain in the ass because there's so much back and forth. And if I can yeah. just have stuff on the website and it sell that way or somebody hit me up and be like, hey, I want this knife. How much is it? And then, you know, like that's basically the interaction I have. Like, don't get me wrong. I like interacting with a lot of the people who buy stuff from me. But yeah, if I'm doing a 30 message correspondence with somebody that's taking yeah. time away from me making knives yeah anytime there's the a custom order there's just a lot of hand holding and and also the expectation is raised for the customer's perspective right because right. yeah now it's i've talked to james i know exactly what i want and all this and, and yeah. if you don't meet those parameters that's a weird thing isn't it it really yeah. is yeah yeah and it also it gives them a bit of control yeah. on my work yeah and i don't think that's how you know being a creative person or making something for a living i don't think that's how that should work you don't go to you know what audience. i do with those people i give them the go away price <laughs> i really do that, i know i know that price and i've yeah. done it and i've had people accept it 
Yeah, I do. I do that all the time, and people accept it. And I'm like, okay, you're gonna pay the price. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good price. But speaking of socials, since um, being on this podcast right now, I just hit 10k. All right. Oh shit! No kidding. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you're probably gonna have a bunch of people unfollow you after you're on this podcast. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're in bad company. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. No, that's, you do a lot of you do a lot of long form on Instagram, like long Dude, form this videos. Is, this is a good discussion. Yeah. yeah. Can um, I be honest with you? I'm not watching that shit. I'm not either. <laughs> as soon as I see you sit down on your anvil, I'm like, whoop, see you later. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I try to do those to update people who are who are actually buying stuff. Yeah. Um, but he, I don't think those guys are watching it either. Like I did, right. I, I like did that for a tomahawk giveaway, you know, just just like, hey, this is how this is gonna go. Yeah. And fuck, man, I got like maybe ten new follows from that fucking mm-hmm. giveaway, and I did a post yeah. to follow too. But is I that why you did the giveaway for followers? Yeah, to get me to for ten followers. I'm yeah. asking a legitimate question. I wasn't You're such an asshole. asshole. Well, You're being so, an asshole. No. So this the the tomahawk. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I'm, know you I'm, gave away I, a tomahawk. And I, I haven't you. yet. Oh. I'm, I'm like getting to Wait, is this recent? Oh my God, this is no. a wreck. So, yeah, it, I think I was at 9,500 followers and I was like, you know what? I think I can get the, the 500 I need for the get, for the 10K if I do a giveaway. Right. And then, uh, yeah, that didn't fucking work. But uh, I'm still doing So you said back to my original question. You were doing it for followers. Yeah, and it didn't work. Oh. All right, so Listen, here's the takeaway. Here's you just the takeaway. said yourself, the same people are buying your shit. So who gives a fuck? I say it all the time. All yeah. I need is like oh, 10 God. people so, or 100 people. So the original, the original reason I wanted to get to 10K is because yeah. they had the swipe up feature. Yeah, which they, yeah. Like three months ago, they got rid of it. But they got rid of it, and now you can link anyway. So well, that's mm-hmm. that is fucking dumb to me. I hate the link thing, because like I, I've noticed people aren't clicking on that shit. When it was the swipe up thing, it was like bam, bam, bam. People were oh, using yeah. it, easy as shit. Well, that's because but, nobody fucking knows about it because Instagram yeah. doesn't, you know, tell you right. And, and, and all you what? see now is a stupid link bubble mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, I want that feature because. I mean, let's let's face it. People are lazy. If you have to type in a website, you're probably not going to do it. Yeah, for sure. And it goes back to you're driving people to your website. So did you two idiots see that story that I put up? I think it was yesterday or today about the look at any of your shit. Okay, that's fair. Um, (laughs) Look, if I repost something of yours, that means that's the only thing I've looked at in forever. Thanks a lot. Fuck face. Just being honest. Anyway, what's your point? (laughs) I did a screenshot of. A video. I put a video out. I think uh-huh. two days ago, yesterday, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um. About Black Ravens, and it okay. was a 52 second clip, and 21 yeah. percent full retention, yeah. and most of it was the. It was like eight to ten seconds of full retention, yeah. and then drop off dramatically. Right. And so all these fucking people that are like, "Oh fuck reels, it's all dumb." That's why reels are fucking crushing yeah. right now because they're eight to ten seconds. And if you're doing anything longer than that, you're wasting your time. Well, yeah. retention goes across the board with everything. It's just, I mean, it's the same thing with YouTube. 
I'll say I'll give Matt shit for putting up a 30 minute video. He's like, you know how much, you know what retention was on that? It'd be like five to seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like it goes that, across the board with everything. And that hurts you on the algorithm of YouTube because if yeah. people like a video on YouTube but they click through it, that yeah. click through is what's read and not the likes or exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. So if, if you, I try to keep my videos at 10 minutes. Yeah. Because um, I, I even feel like that, that's like the standard for YouTube for, you know, retention rate. Um, right. Anything longer than that's like, all right, I, now I have to sit down and watch a fucking movie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, Asshole. Like, I only have 200 subscribers on YouTube and they're, yeah. they're what, close to a million now? Just hit 700k. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Rocking. No, I don't even think Matt listens to the show. So he listens every (laughs) as soon as it gets uploaded. He knows before I know when it's uploaded. Oh my god. He listens to it on the way in from work. Love you, Matt. Love you, Matt. Yeah. Love the fucking (laughs) hate (laughs) you. Anyway, so what's next for uh, American Wastelander? You're going to keep growing um, what you're doing, keep doing the same style. People are digging it. Yeah, more of the frontier stuff. I've been doing a lot of Bowies lately, but still kind of in that same vein. Um, uh, but like the next big step is getting that Journeyman Smith stamp. Um, right. What's your number dude, one I, seller, James? Bowies? No. Uh, chef knife, probably. Yeah, I would say chef knives. I would say okay. the most consistent seller is a chef knife. Um, interesting. Yeah. It's yeah, they really. It makes no, the I most just, sense. I, it's the most used <laughs> knife, too. Listen, yeah. Before I started following all these knife guys and like uh-huh. being good friends, I could give. I, I didn't think chef knife, chef's knives were a thing at all. Yeah. And now I know, like, that's all. Like, there that's. Is. Yeah. yeah. And like the top dogs. They're the guys that are they making love their chef they, knives. Oh my god, it's yeah. crazy. Custom made yeah. chef's knives, yeah. Dude, rich old white women buy chef knives like crazy. Okay. There's an yeah, interesting so, statistic for you. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, so I did an art gala um charity auction thing here in town for the local art museum. Uh-huh. And so I I put up one knife for the gala. And then there was like a bidding war and I had another knife already finished. So I was like, Hey, you know, I've got another knife at home, throw yeah. this in the bidding. And yeah. so two people ended up winning the auction. Each knife went for $3,500. Uh, Dang. Uh, Thank you, Betty. Thank you, Betty White. <laughs> really? <Kind of> <laughs> I have had five 1200 knife sales from that night. Oh, cool. Jeez. Damn. Congratulations. Yeah. Fucking barefoot Contessa kind of shit right there, yo. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, and they were, they were all you guys don't even know what that is. <laughs> Idiots. Isn't that a <laughs> cooking show? Yeah. Cooking show? Yeah, my wife yeah. used to watch that. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> what, was the, what was the reference to, though? Rich old white women. Oh. Scott, <laughs> follow along. That was so stupid. You're, so you're not stupid. You're not on it today. Your jokes are dog yeah, shit. Yeah, your chances are. are <laughs> they're not, it wasn't a fucking joke. Even James is agreeing. He's like, yeah, you're I, I don't listen to fucking James. Fuck this you guy. Turned into like, he's turning into like an old man on us. Van Halen over here, jizzing all over the place. I'm like, what? What is that reference? That's the stupidest yeah. reference I've ever heard of. It's not stupid. It's not stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. 
Hey, so real you, quick, James, uh, guild stuff with Whiskey River. Go. All right. Well, I mean, so. Oh, uh, you're in there? You're in Yeah, everybody who's in the guild are going to be affiliates very soon, which is awesome that that's going to start happening. So we'll, we'll be able to offer, like, actual discount codes with Whiskey River. Uh, and Brandon's doing fucking amazing shit over there. Wait, there's uh, a guild? Shut yeah. Up. <laughs> I swear uh, to God, I knew nothing about this. So a guild of makers? Yeah, so Whiskey, Brandon specifically put together a bunch of makers to bring in, So you know, I that know, we have Brandon on the show, and you guys talked about that, but the, I didn't know there was an actual guild of you guys. Like, I thought he just picked random people to, to, to get together and do collaborations with. He did. But there's That's a group of you? Yeah, yeah we were, okay. There's a, there's a group chat and you know like he's always trying to offer stuff. So when you see when you see like the giveaways, you'll like yeah. the last giveaway he did was the Guild Project giveaway. So I gave a knife, uh there was a sheath given by Messer. Uh, there, there okay. Toro custom throwing knives yeah. and all stuff. So he he's trying to bring in all these like smaller makers. Yeah. And have it because I mean, basically, what he wants to do with Whiskey River is what Duluth is doing. He wants it as a big trading company. Yeah. But he also wants to have these smaller makers, you know, spotlighted. Gotcha. Correct. The work. And it, yeah, so he's doing that. Tool Council just sent him a bunch of hammers. Um, Council and, Tool. Yeah, Council Tool. Council yeah. Tool. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. So, and they're they're like engineer hammers, and uh, there's a couple cross pins, and yeah. uh, he's gonna set it up for kind of like an intro blacksmithing hammer. So it'll be a three pack of hammers. Um, I went ahead and bought one. I'll be doing a video on how to dress those for blacksmithing. So that's cool shit. But yeah, no, what he's doing with the guild stuff and bringing us all together uh, with the projects, it, it's it just. It's really helping a lot of guys out. It really is, yeah. and and it gives the customer something really unique that's only going to be offered, you know, a handful of times, and it gets it gets touched by several different makers, and and Brandon is a, is holding the responsibility of these items. So Brandon will approach fill in the blank. Will approach James and say, "I want to buy this knife off you. It's going to be part of the guild project," and then James has an immediate sell. Uh, and then sale, and then Brandon will hold it and do whatever he does with it and right. promote the guild, promote it as a guild project. It's very, it. I love it. It's fucking awesome. And hats off to Brandon. Dude's fucking killing it and crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. I talk to him like all the time, and I, I want to, I got to talk to him about those hammers. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me about them yesterday or the day before, and I was like, I, I don't know. I just have questions. I have questions about yeah. that. Well, there, I mean, like the way I said to him, you know, you can buy a hammer from any big box store and it's not meant for blacksmithing, but it yeah. can be. Yeah. You can, you can dress up the handle and the faces right. of that hammer. And that's essentially what I'm going to do for him. It's, I'm going to make a video for whiskey river. Oh, did we lose Roy? Oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> So, I'm back. So, Fuck off. Yeah, I'm go I'm gonna take the the three hammers we agreed on. Um, yeah. Three different hammers. One's a two and a half pound. 
uh, I think it's two cross peens and then yeah. an engineer hammer. Uh, and the cross peens are pretty aggressive, so I'll probably they're take those very back. aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I'll take those back quite a bit and make yeah. them gear towards blacksmithing. Uh, and then I'll grind down the the handles because that swell really fatigues you over time. And then the faces, but no hammer you buy from any store is going to be ready to forge with. Like, unless you buy from... Well, there's... Yeah, there's production blacksmithing hammers that are made. But I think Vincent that's something... Well, he, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's something that uh, maybe... If, I don't know. I don't know what his relationship is with Council Tool, but I think they could do a better job on those. But they're probably selling those to, like, however many companies across the country. Sure. A three-pack is going to be under 100 bucks. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, you can't starting out like people are trying to cut every corner they can to just. Get yeah, it's started. tailored toward day one beginners, right? Yeah, that's exact. It's a beginner blacksmith. Hammer yeah, pack. there you go. Uh, and that's why because I talked to them over the phone yesterday and I told yeah. them, you know, I'll do this video, use this video as kind of a marketing thing for these. Like, you know, people need to know how to dress up a hammer anyway. Like over time, you're going to have a hammer that's going to deform on the face. And if you want clean forging, you need a clean hammer. So that's something I want to do so that that's available for people, you know, who, who want to go that route and buy those hammers. Right. And then we also get an affiliate. So if I send people to buy those hammers, I get a percentage of that sale. And he's doing that with everybody in the guild. Awesome. Whoa, I've never gotten a percentage of shit. Just he's just starting. I'm actually probably like, you know, popping the lid off. Oh shit. One. I don't even know so, about it. That's because you're not included. What the hell are you gonna sell? <laughs> what are you gonna sell? <laughs> All right, moving on. He doesn't moving offer on. any yeah, he doesn't offer drawdowns <laughs> or anything. Like I, your whole listen, toolbox is displayed on the wall behind you. Just, no, hammer. listen, fuckface. Todd Elder will forge a forge a head, an axe head, a Pulaski or something, and then send it up to me. I'll I'll fucking hang it, and then someone else will do leather for it or something. So I, I hang a bunch of axes for Brandon in the fucking guild project. There you go. Yeah. What else? I'm a I'm a one trick pony, you're, motherfucker. You're Don't you know that by now? But you're yes, not in the group chat. I'm not in the group chat. Because Facebook is stupid. (laughs) Listen, about that group chat. (laughs) The first day that happened, I immediately messaged him and said, I'm not being rude, but take me off of this. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I was like, here's my phone number. You can text me. And that's that's what he said. You're talking about the Facebook group chat that he did with all of us. I'm talking about the Instagram one. Yeah, the Instagram. That's what I meant. Yeah. No, so the, there's a group chat designated for the guild project. Oh, so okay. like Taylor Grimes, JC Messer, gotcha. um, you know, Evan Watson's in it. Um, so far, that's the only person I like that you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Taylor and JC. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, but yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell for the, the guild. Interesting. All right. Last question. Guilty pleasure album. Go. What? Guilty pleasure album? Fuck, I don't yeah. know. Album? Guilty pleasure song. Guilty pleasure song. There you go. 
Dude, that fucking song that went viral uh, for oh, all this God. He has videos. kids, you gotta remember, so it's probably no, 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 like no. Baby Shark or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, Whoever no. wrote that fucking song it was, it was fucking the one that hop up. Like, about that, um, everybody was putting, going down in the deep fucking... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that song called now? I can't think oh. about it either. That's your guilty pleasure uh, song? You actually like that? Yeah. Astronaut in the ocean. Astronaut in yeah. the ocean. That's God. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, yours, Roy? It, it sucks so bad. <laughs> it sucks so good. <laughs> no. Uh, guilty Pleasure song, uh, Friday by Rebecca Black. Fucking love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> love it. Friday, Friday, gonna suck a dick on Friday. Friday. Okay. <laughs> that so is the good. worst song on I the love planet, it. dude. I fucking love it. I oh love my it. god. I, I don't guess. have it. I don't have one. Oh come on, you just can't beat Rebecca Black. I mean, no, it's not I really hard. don't. Um, <laughs> I really don't have one. Guilty pleasure song, dude. You I were have... listening to Incubus the other day. Yeah, I listen to Incubus dude, that's a lot. Thinking. Incubus in the shop. I, I love. That's not guilty pleasure though. I listen to Incubus. I, I would. I wouldn't. I would Roy, never admit you're to old. like an Incubus. You think Van Halen's not the old. greatest thing ever? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't even like fucking Van Halen. But I'm smart enough to know who fucking Eddie Van Halen no, is. I don't know. I have no All idea. Right, Incub- I'm calling it Incubus. That's your fucking. No, that's not. That, I'm not. No, it's not a guilty pleasure. I you like should be. You them. should be embarrassed by saying Incubus. Absolutely not. You should hear some of the shit I listen to. I listen like to worst. Nordic like folk music all the time. <laughs> Wizards and druids yes, going through the, the forest. <laughs> Wizards <laughs> and druids going through the forest. Can you listen to the Scandinavian music? Makes sense when you think about who his shop mates are. Exactly. Oh, we listen to a lot of Russian music too. Sometimes we listen to a lot of I heat. no collusion. What's that? <laughs> no collusion. No, we do. We listen to a lot of Russian music. He'll tell me about these bands I've never. Well, obviously I've never heard of them because they're Russian, but uh, some of that shit's really good. I don't know. Listen I think to a this lot is of good. Music. This is going to be a segment. So just get your fucking thinking <laughs> cap not, on, bitch. That's, that's a terrible segment. No, what it's going to be a segment. It's going to be a thing. Good guilty listening pleasure. Listening song. Oh, yeah, God. guilty pleasure. All right. If you're in, in, the only reason I'm bringing this up because we talked about this at the axe meet and we all were sitting around uh, the fire and. You know, late in the night. What were some so, examples from there? I can only imagine. Um, like uh, some guys were saying Adele. Uh, Adele is amazing. Yeah. Why would that be? I why mean, would that be bad? That's not a bad thing. Especially uh, her new album. It's badass. Like almost every so, song is good. Uh, not a guilty pleasure. We also talked about like uh, if you were stuck on an island and you yeah. have one album to listen to over and over and over, what would it be? I mean, that's a good question. Yeah. That's a fucking hard one. I don't Because someone, and I was making fun of this guy. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say who it was, but he, we were talking about rock and roll and everything. And then he said, The Cure. And I was like, Oh my I, gosh. You yeah. Would, you would kill yourself. I, I, that's like the most awful. depressing music on the planet. It's, it's terrible fucking I terrible liked music. I The Cure back in the day. I did. Of course you did. But Shocker. The, it was depressing music. 
I would like I would very put that in depressing. your guilty pleasure category. I would never say okay, that again. Okay, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> you're so stuck on this this one genre of music that you're blinded to like how much I'm not music. stuck on one genre yes, of music. Yes, you are. If it's not going in the background, you're like, oh, it's awful. It's either okay, that's be the that, dumbest thing you've ever said. Be like over the top, like, do, 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 do. <laughs> like shit Listen, you can't even understand, and you're like, this is really awesome, and then you shake it is awesome. in the air, you're like, yeah, yeah. I don't Look, know I've what they're saying, but it's amazing. I've got a captive audience right here. He knows everything about me. Thank you, Instagram, exactly. for doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just has to replay the last ten videos, and that's your whole musical genres you're right so there. dumb you're so dumb <laughs> you don't even know what my fucking musical listen the are. only thing that we had in common musically was operation ivy yeah like some rancid yep. um and that was pretty much it <laughs> james how old are you i'm 33 oh okay so you're not that you're not that young no i just like young Indeed. All right, so you gotta change your profile picture because your profile picture looks <laughs> nothing like you. That was, <laughs> on Instagram, that was, it looks like you're a master chess player. Or <laughs> <laughs> you got Billy Fisher in the fucking yes. house. Bob, Bobby was, Fisher, Bobby Fisher. Bob, whatever. Three years ago, my wife's a hairstylist, so she uh, made me like she did my hair and made me pose for like her content. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you just use that. Was like, that's a really good fucking picture. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but it looks nothing like you. <laughs> like I'm no, like, wait a second. This isn't the same guy know. that's posted yeah. comments. <laughs> Holy fuck. Like you look at that picture and I look super yeah. clean cut, and then yes. you see me in person and I look rugged. Like yeah. I just look like I've spent ten hours in a shop because I yeah, usually exactly. have. you look like all yeah. of us. Yeah. Yeah. Your sweatshirt's yeah, like a scumbag. torn up. There's holes in your sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm covered in tattoos. Yeah. For some you reason you're that I, I see like a pic uh, like a dude with some steampunk gas mask on is like your icon <laughs> for some reason. Every time what the fuck is wrong I with think, you because of the wastelander theme. Every time my head goes to like this steampunk Mad Max, and then I look at your profile picture, and it's this dude wearing a canary yellow shirt, and I'm like, the hell is this? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Just being honest, James. Oh, yeah, no, you it's You got the all. slickest need... haircut on the planet. But, anyway. Yeah. We didn't even talk about your shop very much, but you just recently uh, got a tire hammer, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, and that thing fucking game changer and that's one thing i wanted to say on here like yeah if you're thinking as a smith as a blacksmith or a bladesmith or yeah. any kind of you need to before you go full-time make sure you have the tooling for production yeah so like dude i like jason knight that was one thing he said to me uh was he like straight up called me i was making damascus by hand and he called me and he was like you don't have a press either and i was like no and he's like you're gonna fucking go broke. Yeah, yeah. Do you like, still do you make your own Damascus? All of it? I do now. Yeah, okay. I do, I do now. So okay. I I well not all of it. Like I buy the QMI stuff, and if I see something that's like I don't know real what that fancy, is. so it's copper Damascus. They uh, so they, it always has a core because you don't yeah. want copper on the core. So uh so it's like copper laminated Damascus, and it 
it's like what everybody really likes now i have no desire to make it gotcha um, Mm -hmm. because it's very precision based like they're using kilns to heat it up and they're using mills to roll the shit out gotcha yeah it's a lot of fucking work and a lot of patience and i'll make the damascus where i have to weld the corners yes smack it with the tire hammer yeah that. And I'll make the sand my where I have to, you know, weld the full seam and then do essentially the same thing. But it, I'm not going to do a ton of sure. Work. Like I'm not going to. I don't want to think too much about it. And that's yeah. the Q my is all math. And I'm yeah. But yeah, so the tire hammer one, I can. The reason I went with the tire hammer versus a press is um, I can forge out knives on the tire hammer you near completion the press you're just kind of you would need a whole lot of tooling for that and uh it doesn't make sense to what i'm doing as a bladesmith um gotcha you know i can still make damascus on it and do all of that uh but i can also forge out my knives um you know take the majority of the work out of my arm and put it in it right 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 and it's so much fucking quicker i mean you know you sell these things for a living you sell mechanical hands and, yeah and it's tools so you know how much work yeah a power takes out of it it does <laughs> speaking of which i'll have a brand new power hammer next week for some what <laughs> oh hell yeah yeah it's not a, well it's not brand new it's it's going to be brand new when i'm done with it but is it going yeah. to michael hoops Hoop? it no that- it's not What's that? So fucking nice. Is that you found you've been working on forever? No, this is uh going to be a champion. Oh wow. Yeah, sixty-five. Yeah, similar to the to the one I did a couple months ago that um a friend of mine bought for me. But anyway, is there anything else? Do you have it in your possession right now? No. Okay, so you're getting ready to get it. What do you think the timeline on for the restoration is going to be on it? I don't know. It depends on how cold it gets out. <laughs> You're such a it was pussy. fucking 29 degrees today, dude. We were freezing our asses off out there. All and you the do is sit around a fucking fire. Not, I did today. I sat by the fire a lot today. But Shocker. the wind was blowing like 100 miles an hour here, too. <laughs> so that makes it miserable. But yeah. no, I'm going to pick it up tomorrow. And, oh, um, cool. Yeah, so. And then you going to do some stories on it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because it sounds like it's going to be a conundrum to pick up. Ooh, awesome. <laughs> One of those deals, right, yeah. Right right before Thanksgiving. You guys right. going to do uh, anything cool, take a break? What? What's? Uh... No, we're actually I, – I enjoy the holidays because I it's, like, nice and quiet, and I can just work, uh-huh. work, 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 work. I don't have to, gotcha. like, chill out. So I really – I'll go spend, like, an hour with the family, and then I'm just – I'll go right back into the shop. I freaking love it. So. What, yeah. what about you, Wastelander? Um, dinner with the the in laws and then pretty much fucking work. <laughs> yeah, same all. thing. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Yeah, I'm going I'm to really... Chatt- I'm going to Chattanooga. Are you? Yeah. Any any listeners out there? If, uh, if you're in Chattanooga, don't hit me up. <laughs> Chattanooga. 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 Tennessee. Yeah, Chattanooga. I thought, I thought yeah, it's Chattanooga, right? He's from Kentucky. Listen, face. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> different place i'm like wait are you saying the same <laughs> it's just thing? called fucking chattanooga that's what we fucking call it chattanooga Chat- just like fucking what we call it louisville chattanooga yeah i was about to say what they call it louisville instead of louisville like the rest yeah, of the yeah it's louisville yeah, yeah it's fucking louisville it's not louisville. 
So it's if my, you, I'd like, I'd like to give a shout out to my wife. Uh, yeah. Six year anniversary this weekend. So that's why we're going. That's why we're going. Awesome. Congrats. Yep. Talk yeah, about that hotel life. Sleeping there you go. In, Wait, nothing. that's your, oh, you're going like Saturday, Sunday, not for Thanksgiving. Uh, we're leaving Friday. Oh, Friday morning. Okay. Cool. Yep. Good deal. Yep. There we go. My yeah. So everybody, have a, I'm assuming this will come out day before Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving. Either way, it doesn't tomorrow. matter. Tomorrow. Everybody tomorrow. out there. Look, he froze again. <laughs> 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 everybody out there have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. James, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks for coming on. Wanting to come on or want <laughs> 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 He's got this Eddie Van Halen reference in my head now. Roy's been wanting you on for a while. Everybody, go follow American Wastelander, soon to be Wasteland Forge. Yes. And yes. Um, he'll also uh, go check out his YouTube channel. Go buy his shit. He's got a crazy, crazy cool style. We love it. We are big fans. Yes. Um, I don't follow that many knife makers, and you're one of them. So. Thanks for being awesome. You. Yeah, thanks. And I think that's it. We'll do shout outs and shit on the next episode because it's getting dark here and I have to go it do is. shit. That's a wrap on the X and Arm podcast.